Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. It's a podcast based on the Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm your host, Youngmi Mayer. And today I have an extremely special episode because I have, uh, as a guest, my mom, Sumi Mayer. Yes. Hi. I didn't forget my mom's name. It's just that she has two names. Yes. Her and Her official name is Ippun Mayor. Yes, we changed it to me because very hard to pronounce it from American people, especially I, my husband, right? Today I'm going to talk about my mother and father, how did they met the first time. Uh-huh. That's what I want to say, What which is my mother told me this story. So I'm going to talk about that. This is going to be interesting, Mom, because I have an idea of this story, and I don't know if it's right or wrong because I learned it a long time ago, so I don't know if like I forgot and I started making up stuff or like how accurate my story is because I've been telling people the story about grandma and grandpa but we haven't talked about it in like years maybe over 10 almost 20 years yeah because I was the youngest I born and the last baby so uh, maybe uh, my mother died when I was 33 years old so mm. Uh, that's why maybe we didn't talk about when when my mother died, a young me, you were like one year old, you know. I so. was oh well, I was tw- well, you were thirty one because you're that's American age because mm. Korean age is like one or two years more, right? Yeah, you born when I was thirty one. And no, I was no, I was born when you were twenty nine. So I was two years old when Grandma uh, died, yeah, and I American actually age. have a memory. Yeah, oh, you do. I have a memory. Oh. The one memory I have about my grandmother is. We went to her house and it's like an old Korean house. So you had to take off your shoes and step up, right? Yep. And I was, I remember I was so short that that step uh-huh. came only up to my uh, oh, like yeah. chest. That's how short I, I was. And okay. so I had to climb over it. And then I remember she gave me um, cure. Oh, cure. Oh. I remember eating the tangerines. tangerines. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, I do have a memory of that, which is very interesting. Wow. I was two. Gee whiz. Okay. Well, I have a lot of memories though. Unfortunately for you, mom, <laughs> how do I open this? We are drinking makgeolli, which is like a rice wine and eating some anju, which is like the Korean word for snacks that you eat when you're drinking. So how do you open makgeolli, mom? First thing what to do is shake, right? <laughs> and that means after you shake, it's going to blow up when you open. So you have to be careful. I mean, it's come out like half a bottle, you know, when it blew up. So it's a carbonated, it's an unfiltered yeah. rice wine. So there, it's, right. it's fermented, so it's bubbly. My mom just shook it violently. I don't know what yeah. was going to happen. Yeah, so it's going to, if I open like this, it's going to be, <laughs> I mean, it's come all over in, in this room, really. So Okay, how I'm do gonna, you open it? Yeah, I'm gonna, they, there, there are many different ways to open, which is when you try open, it's all bubble come up. Uh-huh. Then I have to stop, you know, uh-huh. tie it up again. So let me show you. Okay. okay. This button actually, but you have to push. Watch this. Sounds like this. Actually, it's this, but you push. I feel like at this point, my mom's just doing this, so she doesn't have to get to the talking about the history lesson. Okay, (laughs) I got it. Oh, that actually worked. Yep, it worked. All the bubbles went down. 
for you. Okay, now my mom's pouring it very elegantly. This is a dollar bottle of unfiltered rice. It's like farm the farmer's alcohol. My mom's pouring it like sommelier at like some place in Paris. That's fine. Combe? Combe? It's very good. It's like sour. Tastes kind of like a milky kombucha. I know that's like the worst way to describe it, but it's very good. Okay, so we have this alcohol. We have this table of anju. I guess it's time to get started. Where, where do you want to start about the family history story? Okay, I'm going to start with my, how my mother and uh, my father met. After my father born, his father died by accident. Okay. So, so your grandfather yeah. On your dad's side. Right. My grandfather died uh, after he born, like, he, when he was one year old. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then my grandmother lived with the son, which is my father, and his sister. Mm. Get two kids. All days when you remarry is not possible because... People get widowed or mm. uh, become a single man. You know, they don't uh, remarry. It's very hard to remarry. Mm. So what they did, they do posam. Food posam. Posam. Mm-hmm. Posam means when the woman became widow and the guy, single man, he become single guy, okay? Mm-hmm. Bachelor, then he steal the woman. The kidnapper. Yeah, kidnapper. Yep. <laughs> they call it posam because they wrap them up in like exactly. a fabric or exactly. something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, what they do, they just uh, like a big blanket. Mm-hmm. You know, when they watch, you know, when she goes somewhere. Yeah. And they put on like a big blanket and cover with a blanket and mm-hmm. bring home and they leave with it. Then she, she cannot run away either. They trap her in, yeah, in his by, home. Uh, yeah, by custom, you know. Oh. Mm. And then because she's a widow, the reason why widows got pusam were the victims of that is because in society, were people thinking they're kind of like worthless or something? Not because of that. Because uh, actually, you know, some think about it, if you're a widow, but you want to remarry, but, you know, you don't know what to do because all days have like a strong custom, you know, that if you become widow, you have to stay with kid in uh-huh. a lifetime, you know. Mm. That, then they give a big prize from a uh, king and all oh, oh, Even though the king. Oh. I heard oh. uh, they give a prize for widow mm-hmm. when she was 19, have two kids and she lived all life uh, by widow or mm-hmm. two kids. Mm-hmm. So the government which is king give a price oh so it's little house they build mm. it's a really fancy little house all days and but people no leave they they write down and one uh wood mm-hmm. and they said uh this woman you know live with kid for a lifetime you know etc etc so so that's it's like a reward or something yeah because oh. i'm gonna show you it's on the way uh kijishi they have okay Okay, then they are so proud of their family mm-hmm. and their last name. You know, for example, Mrs. Kim. Mm-hmm. The Kim family is so proud of that because generation they're gonna see and watch and read and stuff. Yeah. Luckily, my grand. So most widow wish to somebody put some heart. You know. Mm. You know what I mean? 
Because no. the custom, they, they're not supposed to marry, okay? Some people, they marry, but they're not supposed to marry and live with a kid. is very hard and tough life. Uh, I see, I see. Okay, so, so you, what you're saying is traditionally they can't remarry. That's right. So, so they have to just struggle and have a hard life and raise their kids by yeah. themselves. Yeah. But if they did that, they would be rewarded by the government. Mm-hmm. And that, that would sort of offset the fact that their life was so hard. Yes. But those women didn't want to live like that because it's too hard. So they were kind of like hopefully wanting somebody to kidnap them. Right. Because if you do the pusam, from what I understand is that if a man kidnaps you in a blanket and takes you to his house, you can't run away. They trap Not, you there and your yes. children become abandoned. Yes. And you have to have new children with a new husband. Exactly. And your dad was, his mother Bandit. was, she was the victim of Pusam, so yeah. he was abandoned. Mm. So right. his, his right. uncle and aunt and took him and his huh. sister, mm-hmm. and they grew up from there, how sad, you know? Yeah, that's sad. But, and then was there like a societal, um, I don't know how to say it, like they mm. they were sort of looked down on? Mm. Of course. Yeah. Of course, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of also, maybe uncle and aunt, you know, I don't know how they treat it. It depends, you know, the personality. But Based on the Korean mm-hmm. folk tales, mm-hmm. very badly. The, <laughs> most people... <laughs> <laughs> Most kids grow up like that. They are very hungry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and no get any love. You know, it's a really bad situation. Like and then during that time, like around what time was it? Like 19? Uh, 19. Because your maybe, dad was way older than you, right? Yes. Your his, parents were, yeah. He born like, my mother born like 1912. 1912. So he mm-hmm. born maybe, he's 10 years older than my mom. So 19. Oh, two. No, two, wow. yeah, around there. So he was born in 1902 and then basically grew up around the Japanese occupation. Japanese took over like after later. that. Oh, later. 1915? I don't yes, remember. Something I don't remember like either. Around there, yes. Yeah. So 36 years before I born, this country became free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, today is today. August 15th. Yeah, anniversary of wow. freedom and so it's Independence Day in Korea. Day. Okay, That's so why I'm off today. So your dad, 1902, he was born. He yeah. he was abandoned because his mother was kidnapped and she wasn't allowed to leave, mm-hmm. and so he just sort of lived in the streets. And then uh, my grandfather, mother side, mm-hmm. and hired him for worker. Okay, for, uh, helping uh-huh. farming when he was like. 17. So your mom's dad hired him your, to yeah, your dad work. And, yeah. As a 17-year-old. Yeah. Then he was 17, uh, not older than that, because my mother was like 13. So he was like in his early 20s. Yeah. Then he worked for my grandfather for like three, four years. Mm-hmm. Then my grandfather really liked him because he's really... Uh, sincerely and work hard person mm-hmm. you know he's really nice guy so my grandpa has uh, four daughters only no son so he make my mother which is first daughter marry w- with him mm. my father so mm-hmm. that's how they met mm. but my mother you know of course my mother doesn't want to marry with him because he worked for my my grandfather and 
you know, he doesn't want to work, marry with some a worker. worker you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's poor and he has like these issues with, he doesn't have, because I know in Korea, it's really important that you come out from a good family yep. and stuff and he oh, yeah, doesn't have a mom or dad. Yeah. But was your mom like considered rich? Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah. yeah the, uh, that's only people can hire worker is at least they have have a lot of rice paddy. Yeah. But my grandfather thinking like this, he doesn't have a parents, mm-hmm. so he's gonna be my son instead of. Oh, because you know, he doesn't have a son. He doesn't have a son, yeah. so he wanna almost like adopt. Kronika, because in Korea, the old way how they did it is if you married a man, you went to his family's house, the daughter, and yeah, then the daughter days, lives yeah. in the man's well, family's yeah, house. That's that's how right. my grandfather thinking. So okay? yeah, so if since he, he grandpa didn't have a family, he would stay at their no, house. No right? have son. Yeah, so, yeah. And then yeah. my father no have parents, so he start thinking this is perfect guy for you know come to my family, but nobody gonna say my son or something. So that's mm-hmm. how met and that's how they marry. They after marry mm-hmm. my mother, of course he doesn't like him, so <laughs> she she doesn't like him. So she, what she did, she always. Come to sister room or mother room, you know, no sleep with my father. Wow. Not even first night. So my grandfather really concerned about, you know, what should I do? And mm. my mother was a very bright kid. She said, and she, she said, <laughs> she, she said, said. <laughs> and she, she very popular in this town. Mm-hmm. So what she did, a lot of her, her friend's parents asking her to come read a book mm. or story book because not many women can read that time. Mm-hmm. So she was a very smart kid, I think. Which so was popular. She, yeah, she popular too in the whole town. And she probably had like dreams of marrying somebody. Oh, and, yes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because she told me she, she want to run away long, you know, many times after Mary. How old was she when she got married? Do 16. You, okay, so 16, 19, 12 plus 16 is yeah. 1928 she got married. Yeah. So after right. she married, mm-hmm. then my grandpa thought it's okay, but it's not okay. You know, mm. she never go to that room, my father's room, and, mm-hmm. and she always never talked to him anything. So my grandpa was so angry what he did, mm-hmm. and he built a new house mm-hmm. uh, nearby here. Uh, maybe kilo from here, mm. one kilo, and, and buy a bare noodle house and uh, let them move out. Mm. Was well, so my father and my mother. Mm-hmm. So they move out, and my mother mm-hmm. told me, her father said, never come back to home. Mm. <laughs> you can't come home. Mm-hmm. So she stand in a noodle hair of a mountain, and she always look at the house, and, oh, and then she cried cry. every day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you told me that story. Yeah. That, that was a story, and luckily after that, and she started thinking, oh, okay, maybe I marry, so I have to stay with him, you know, whatever. Yeah. So she has a first kid. How old was she, do you know? She told me two, two years later. Yeah. So wow. she was what? 18? 17, 18. Yeah, 18. Mm. And she has a one, first boy, mm-hmm. and my... Father is very sincere guy, so he worked very hard, and they start buying little land and stuff, you know, save money. And mm. so after that, she has many sons, you know. Yeah, she like, had a lot. Uh, brothers, brothers, brothers. Then he built a house, 
and move to big house. So do you think that was like, I mean, obviously there's like a lot of issues with the story. You know, this is like how things were back in the day. She was way younger than this guy. She was basically a underage and oh, smarter. <laughs> definitely smarter. And he was like an older guy. Um, she was forced to marry him. It's interesting that there's two generations so far of women being forced to marry somebody, right? Like his mom, who was kidnapped, Posam, she was forced to abandon her kids and marry a new guy. And then your mom was forced to marry somebody that she didn't want to marry. But and I understand that that's like obviously very painful. But then in a way, do you think that she thought her dad was right? Because maybe he saw that he was like a hard worker. And but he actually he she never blamed about her his parents. Mm. And she. I think she accept what happened, but she mm. never loved my father. So she, uh, that time she started smoke with a long pipe, you know. Yeah. And when I born, and already she like forty, and she smoked a lot, and I smelled the tobacco when I, I lie down her lap, and I start think, hmm, it smell really nice. So maybe. When I grow up, I'm going to smoke cigarette too. You know? Yeah. Pipe. So you said Both. that she drank a lot and that she smoked a lot because she was just really stressed drink. out. Oh, she didn't? I thought she, she didn't drink. she drank a lot. She okay. can't drink. Even she drink Coca-Cola, she got drunk, you know? No. One day, really? <laughs> One day I went to the field tree by save some Coca-Cola. I brought home and she started drinking. She said, oh, oh, I feel dizzy. And I said, mm, what? Because sugar probably. And then, and then they um, didn't have sugar yeah, and a lot right. of stuff. She, she can't eat any sweet stuff. Wow. So she never drank, but she was like a chain smoker. That was her stress relief. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, the, but the interesting is thing is that she had her first son when she was 18 and then you were born when she was 42. Yeah. So that was a long period of yeah. time. So I, I'm the youngest one. Mm-hmm. My first brother, you know, doing the, during the war, when Japanese people left, yeah, my first brother used to work for post office, and Japanese people uh, tried, you know, destroy all those small people, you know, mm. who government worker or teacher or those. That a lot of people died that time. Uh-huh. But uh, Japanese people left after North Korean uh, mm. Star War and. That time, my uh, brother disappeared, first brother. And then the story is that they killed him because he was, like, highly educated, right? Because he worked for the government, the post office. Yeah, very possible. And uh, I had the second brother married, had a a child, children, okay? He had had three kids, right? Yeah, four kids. Four kids. Four four kids, and we have, I have my brother and seven and you know, so we have a big family, like 15 yeah. people we live in. It's, it was very hard. The, every house have a, that situation, you know, mm. and a lot of children. And then your second brother who had kids also died, right? Right after the first brother disappeared. Before that, I want to talk about my father's suicide because mm. my second brother married with a woman and really tall and big women but somehow they have fight every day mm. you know i remember when i was like six seven mm-hmm. and they always fight and he get drunk and came home and beat on my sister law mm. you know mm-hmm. it was really bad 
And then one day my sister-in-law went to visit her parents and my brother died uh, drowned in the pond. He drowned the in the pond? Yeah. So he died. Do you think he was murdered? No, no, not murder. Okay, I always thought I remember the story as he had like a gambling debt or something, and someone Actually, killed him. Told Anya, his daughter told me one day, not too long ago, she died anyway. She uh, died. She, okay. And he suicide. Oh, she thinks. She thinks. Yeah, she mm. th- she think it's. But my father got suicide because he was so angry because he saved so much. I mean, money and mm-hmm. worked so hard. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that time really poor, and he doesn't start with anything actually. Mm-hmm. Then, then uh, my brother gambled, so lose a lot of money. The one so, that drowned. Yeah, right. So he lose money. Then a lot of his friend who lost money. I mean, who win the money? He came to our house, ask you know, keep to pay his debt. Yeah, ask my father to pay. Okay. Yeah. So my father have to actually sell. He sold like a lot of land, you know, mm-hmm. rice paddy and stuff. Then he gets so angry because he worked so hard, right? And then he died. And he became, uh, he, he suicided when I was five years old. So it's amazing that you had two older brothers that were so much older than you that they were basically both adults when they died. Yeah. I think that's really interesting because you've told me this story and... I think it's interesting because a lot of people that live through that time, even though I'm not that old, that's like you're talking about my uncle. Yep. Like my uncle, I had like an uncle that was killed by the Japanese. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people think that was like ancient history, but that's like my yeah, uncle. That's my, your yeah, brother. That wasn't that long ago. And my mother always talk about him, yeah. how smart he was, you know. I'm sure. Think why he never can, she never forgot, you know. Of course. Because he disappeared so he, she said sometime maybe he run away to North Korea. You think? Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's we, sad. You put into the media to you know name and now we're looking for this, this and there's uh, no closure. Uh, yeah. It was just sad. That's sad. We saw him. He mm. died. Then yeah, you don't yeah, have to exactly. wonder. Yeah, yeah. If you know, if, and also because he was Kun other, right? Yeah, yeah. So the oldest son, son. Sorry, so. I'm eating a dried squid. In case you're not watching the video. <laughs> I'm eating a dry squid leg. It's very tough, mom. Yeah. I'm not gonna. This is, the, you know, food in Korea. You can feel the pain of Chew- Koreans. Chewable. Everything that we eat is so painful yeah. and tough. <laughs> so, what's the thing? What was I gonna say? Kunadrinika, because he was the biggest son. My grandparents put all the money and the energy into him right yeah i have hope because he's so small too you know i have a good job and yeah. you know everything so a government job back then yeah, and i think that's a, sorry it's really interesting that that tactic of people that go into other countries and you know like the colonial aspect of a country taking over another country and mm. those sort of tactics like mm. we're gonna go in and kill all the highly educated people how much of our society got destroyed by that like think of that entire generation of the smartest people you know uh, yeah last and destroyed after, after that and no screen came and they also uh, kill all those panjang which is top of in from the town and who is the principal from school mm-hmm. and policemen yeah. they kill all those the government workers yeah 
North then it's Korea, chaos. Uh, yeah, so we don't know what to do. So it's, this country was really tough time then, and most of the small people are dead. Dead. So when we established a new country, that was most of the hard time because there is no people to you know <laughs> give a job for government job. You know, so Sungma Ni has a hard time. Can I tell you something interesting, Mom? Yeah. They said that that that's like trauma, right? When I mean because that happened they, they there was like this paper that i read about uh, america mm. and you know there was like slavery in america and then mm, they had people that, that were enslaved yeah. but back in the old days yeah. if you were a slave and you had a very smart mm. daughter or mm. son they or very hard-working son yeah. they know the master knows that they can sell them for a lot of money right mm-hmm. So the moms would purposefully say that their kid is bad. Yeah. When the master or whatever came around, they would say, oh, my son is so slow. He's so weak. Exactly. And then she would say that so that they wouldn't take him and sell him away. Yeah. And when I read that, it kind of reminded me of kind of how I think a lot of Koreans talk about their kids. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, like your mom, grandma was like, oh, I had this son that was very smart. Mm-hmm. He had a great job and he was like, he was extraordinary, like better than all the other people. And because of that, yep. like the Japanese killed him for that. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it really affected how you talk about me even to this day. Exactly. Yeah. The sad part is actually Japanese people not kill, they told Korean people every time you know you want to torture somebody for example my brother told me one day like this if elementary school little kid Mm -hmm. if you do something bad okay they the Japanese teacher tell you know tell you to speak only Japanese language Uh by mistake one boy said to Korean language Mm. they say everybody stand up and look at each other then they Face to face, look at each other. They say, hit your front of a person. You hit face real hard. Uh, <laughs> and they start like, yeah. I can. <laughs> I can. Then one time the guy hit harder and they got pissed. So they had a harder. <laughs> and they yeah. hit each other, you know. It's like psychological warfare. It's very sad. Uh, so their students, their faces broke. Fossil. Swollen. Mm, uh-huh. Swollen. So, yeah. And red. That's really interesting. It's like you're hurting each other, not us. Yeah. yeah. So that so, nobody wants to mess up. Right. And they say, mm-hmm. I didn't do it. You know, you do it. <laughs> that wow. Kind of time, you know, That's so smart. abusive. And uh, my <sighs> oh brother my old days told me that. I said, oh, wow. That is really sad. That's Even sad. Even though when I work in a hotel and a tour guy, mm. he a tour group came and he said, can you show me this town? Then I, I was there and I, sh- I showed the Banjai Club in Saipan. Mm-hmm. Banjai Club is a lot of Japanese die and they're so Just for context, to- we grew up on an island. Uh, when I was a kid, we grew up on an island called Saipan. It's in the Marianas. Mm-hmm. And... There, there, it was occupied by the Japanese at that time, before, yeah. obviously, before we ever lived there. Mm. But when the Americans took over, there's a cliff called Bonsai Cliff. Yeah, they jump in over. Even that though, the, yeah, Japanese people committed suicide on yeah. it because they were terrified of the American forces, right? Yeah, so Bonsai Cliff. Yeah, American, they announced, they say, don't do it, don't do it. And 
they still do anyway so anyway the bonds <laughs> the americans were like don't it's okay yeah, it's okay <laughs> we'll we are you human being too you know we're not gonna kill you and the the japanese soldier behind of them they say if you're not jump they're gonna barbecue and eat they're gonna eat your babies so and, there's all yeah, this video uh, footage of these gonna, japanese yeah, women gonna, throwing their babies off the cliff yeah. and then jumping yeah and if you because you don't have a courage you cannot jump and japanese soldiers they should anyway from behind and then, then if they couldn't jump you remember there there is suicide clip they go to suicide clip with a kid you know who mothers you know that yeah, was we, sad yeah. anyway well i mean that's just that's just the extent of all the wartime mm-hmm. trauma that was going on it was like I mean, I think my mom and I have talked about this a lot. Like, we don't feel anything towards the Japanese because it's no. like they were going through that from their government also, too. Uh, they before, were being before like, I born, but yeah. Japanese Japanese people are really nice, and I have many <laughs> friends. This is the PR. So cover. I, I kind of confused that story I heard. Yeah, then it's I, just a bad time. Then I told those tour the guy who came to the tour. I I told them I said. Uh, it's war is over. You should forgive and you should be become friend. And he, she said, he said, "Are you crazy?" I said, "Oh, <laughs> no." I mean, oh, you the know, Korean tour guy. Yeah, the Korean guy was still Korean, mad at Japanese yeah. people. Then he told me this story. You know, hit mm. each other, mm. and he said, "In during mm. the winter, they start uh, uh, burn the wood. Ask them to bring wood, and it's." All smoking in the classroom, and they have to open window. It's more cold, and all this story he told me. So I said, uh, "Okay, you can hate Japanese people forever because you know there is war is over. They don't even know what's happening." Yeah, and like you said, they were getting tortured by their yeah. government too. Exactly, people. Exactly. You know, they're being forced and to throw I their children a, off. A many cliff. Yeah. Japanese people, and I. I asked about, do you know about the war in Korea and Korean did this, this, and she said, no. They don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I like Kankokujin, you know. But the other thing that's, I mean, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's anyone's fault just because you're like that. Who knows what my grandparents did, yeah, you know, a yeah, hundred exactly. years ago. I don't know. But I think the problem, I think some of the, how Koreans are mad about the Japanese today is because the government of Japan is denying it. I think that's what they're mad about. The, the Korean, yeah, most of the Korean Japanese people, people get upset the because the, the government, they don't even talk about it. Uh, yeah, they, they, exactly. they didn't put into history book anything, so they get angry. Yeah, exactly. So this Japanese girl told me, you know, I have Miyuki, my friend, and she said, uh, I don't know, I didn't know that. She, every Nobody time I told that. her something, she said, oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, she said, I like yeah. Korean food, you know. Yeah, and I don't think Japanese people would even so, be like that hurt right. if they said it in the history books. It's hard to believe. And the government is being weird about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And we went to the Banzai clip, you know. Mm-hmm. Banzai clip means they say Japanese Banzai, Manse, yeah, and they And when you die, jump, right? they say Banzai. Mm-hmm. Then this young kid called Banzai clip, they say Banzai, Banzai. They don't even like know. Like as a joke. Yeah. Yeah, they don't know what happened. Then old people, they get really mad. They say, Shut up, you know. Not well, you should have you should have taught us why. You, they are not they're not putting in the history books. We're not going <laughs> to learn the lesson. Also, this you whole thing it. like you know, like Americans were doing horrendous stuff though. Uh-huh. You know, they killed a lot of Koreans mm-hmm. and they they're trying to delete all of that. And we should know about that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah like what you said not in a way that we like we're why would anybody be mad at like some 25 year old japanese person now like we don't care we're just like can we just i think that's um, learn about it i i think because no have experience with uh meet japanese people and friend and you know they don't have experience with internationally yeah like your friends in in, korea stay in korea lifetime then they go to maybe tour for a few days and they they really don't know what's going on so and then there's mm, they that's why i think you're talking about your korean friends okay yeah your korean friends hate japanese people especially older people older of Mm. course because they remember yeah they remember also there's museums in korea they're so intense you go in they show you know like those like animatronic dolls that Mm. they have in like it's a small world after all in disney world they have that kind of stuff yeah but it's reenacting the torture of Koreans by Japanese. And so you're just sitting in this museum and you're watching these like mannequins get like uh, disemboweled. <laughs> they're, sc- they're screaming. Do you remember that yeah, museum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. And you're just yes. walking around like it's like a very dark Disney World ride. <laughs> you, have to, you have to make a serious face. Otherwise, the old people look at you like smile or something. They... They get so mad. So you have to be in there like, you oh, know. this is so sad. Uh, and it's yeah, like, this yeah. is, this is, okay, I'm not saying, like, I, I know some Forever Koreans might listen to this and they might get really mad. Okay, I know it's horrible. I mean, we're talking about, you know, my, mo- my mom can talk about this. She literally lived through it. You know, her, her brother died and it ruined her family life. But, but, the, but, the, but the animatronic mannequin display, <laughs> that's like, it's, it's a lot. Actually, you know, my like imagine uh, my families opinion, are going on vacation there. Yeah, my opinion is it's terrible. Hate people. Uh, maybe we should uh, study and and work hard and yeah. make a better country. So they look at us like, oh, they make a good country and they are very wealthy now compared yeah. to Japan, which is that's true nowadays. <laughs> Korea, Korea and Samsung make better than Sony now. So like, I don't, you know. That is so funny. Do you think Korean Korean people got rich because of spite? Because it is kind of true now. We're kind of crushed. What spite? Spite. Like, 누구 막 옛날서부터 미워가지고 아나더 잘해야지 이런 거. They're like fuck Japan. That's, and then like, <laughs> that's part of true. Not only I Japan. Think it's true. They have a not only Japan. They, we have North Korea also. Competition oh, yeah. was North Korea. Competition was Japan. Yeah. Korean people really love the competition. You know, we love. For it. example, they like we love because we when we go to play golf, then I play golf for fun. They bet like okay, ten dollar for you know winner or twenty dollar, hundred dollar. They bet right. They really love to bet. So yeah, there is competition is really high. So that's why Koreans do this country get. <laughs> I really develop Koreans faster. do not like having fun. Everything that they do is out of spite even, even you and have competition. <laughs> even uh, school classroom, so you know, true. they always see, oh, you got 90 point. Oh, boy, next time I got to get 100 point. You know, they think it like that. Yeah, nothing is... So, you, you see the most successful person in Korea and they're the most miserable person in the world. I think <laughs> like, <laughs> because you know why? The because the best golfer in the world. For example, my friend come to you know visit my house maybe i have a little bigger face than they oh, are no. they start bugging her husband you know oh, oh we have to buy a bigger one because they have a bigger one I you know. know they 
And if I have American refrigerator, they say, oh, I have to buy American refrigerator. Go find for <laughs> those kind. You know, they have yeah. kind of really. I think your mom, I think you're displaying it's, uh, signs of like intergenerational trauma, trauma from <laughs> being this like. OK, wait, we have so, to go back to talking yeah. about your dad's suicide yeah. because we have to get the history and we're. So my dad's suicide when I was four years old and my brother was six six or seven and he uh, suicide because he uh, very upset about my what my first brother your, did it oh your and second brother second brother but first we start called first brother because first oh, brother right is he disappeared dead, right disappeared and then uh, it was really miserable because my mother is sad and we are really becoming a uh, poor and we have a lot of family, big family, you know. We yeah. had a hard time that time. And I don't remember anything except my f- when father died and funeral. Yeah. Korean funeral, as you know, they make it flower all over. It's beautiful. And they they start move to the dome and they start sing a song, you know, really kind of sad. But it's, I was four. I, I, there, were, there, were, there were so many people. So I can see that flower thing, you know. I thought it's a party, something, right? Yeah, well, I was a kid. Mm. I don't know what is timing. You thought it was just a party. Yeah. So because they give me ogang satang, they they have all different color and looks like little ball. Oh yeah, candy. yeah. I think you you saw before. Yeah, I remember. Right? Yeah, little ball. I have the mujige uh, color, you know, mm-hmm. rainbow rainbow color. color. And they give me a whole bunch of those. So I say, oh wow, that's very special. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw in my life, and very sweet and really nice. Anyway, I was so happy because of that I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't realize my father died. And uh, I climbed to the peach tree next to my, you know, front yard, and mm-hmm. I look at down, you know, it's beautiful flower, and but my mother and everybody cry, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know why. Then I was really sad, and I dropped the ogang satang, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's. And after my father died, and every every day my mother put some rice to little, they make a little tent and put like this. Mm-hmm. And every day put rice in about three months something. Like an offering or something? Yeah, for my father. Yeah. Mm. Then every every month. She also make a lot of food and stuff, and they bow. We all have to bow. Yeah. And my brother have to cry, and because all sons stand and cry, and wear yeah. really weird dress. Really weird. You mean like a traditional Korean? Yeah. Peewood. is like a brown color. Traditional like morning looks, clothes. That time I was scared because they clothes scary. looks horrible. Yeah, it's um, scary looking. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, right? And my mother wear like the beige color, almost a white color, yeah, yeah. humble. And she she cried, and we bow, you know, and stuff. And I mm. even I was a young kid. I remember, mm. you know, that's the really sad part. And that's how we grow up. So your your dad died. He committed suicide. I know that the story is that he ate. Back in the old days, Clorox came in a solid form, like a chalk ball. Yeah. And he got so angry, and then he ate the ball of yes. of 
um, bleach, yeah. solid bleach, and then it took him a few days to die. It took about, I think, I believe it's about nine days, something. Oh, long time. And he was laid down. He and he was he, like in excruciating pain. He, yeah, he was so skinny, and he tried drink water, but he couldn't swallow. So oh I remember that when I was baby kid, oh. you know, I look at it. He tried drink, but he threw up again and, and threw up again because he. Bo- I think burned his esophagus. Maybe something happened. Wow. I I don't know. Th- I I. I didn't think he gonna die because I thought he keep drink something, you know. But it was probably too happen. burned. Yeah, yeah I That's remember that. Horrible. But he's he was very skinny, you know, when he died. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for nine days he couldn't, yeah. yeah, eat anything, and that's yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. So I have, yikes. So we just you know depend on my mother, and my mother was king, which is so we obey to my mother and respect mother you know much more now because we have only one one parent oh after that so my mother go visit friends sometime you know they get together smoke you know pipe and talk and sometime and and then we uh like 10 o'clock it's very dark and my me and my brother go to you know her friend house. You know because mm. I have to have to help my mom because in case it's so dark outside. You know, so when we walk in countryside, and there is fox cry like ooh. Then <laughs> me and my brother foxes <gasps> howl at the moon. I think that's a wolf, mom. Yeah, but it, it make it kind of some Same sound. sound. I thought foxes were like they sound like yeah. cats or something. Mm, <laughs> some sound, yeah, but yeah, it's okay. very. Th- Thin sound, but not it's like, still scary. Not like wolf, but no that's lies, really scary. I remember when I was a kid, I would when we visited here where we live now. It used to be my uncle's house. It was so dark. There was no buildings. So, so after, but, yeah. But before my father died, before my father died, when I was a kid, I mean, my brother also told me this story. My father was so nice to my mother. Mm. My mother never ever worked and farm. Yeah. And my mother gets sick because she has, you know, many children. And every time, my big sister, one sister, okay, after mm-hmm. the first brother, then second was uh, my sister. sister. Your and only sister. my sister told me, oh. every time my mother try it, mm-hmm. and she have to carry the baby and go outside. All children have to go outside so my mother can eat quietly. Mm. <laughs> so my father took all children and go outside until my mother finished eating. Mm. So I think my father treated her really nice, actually. And she was always mean to him. Good Not mean, but I think she never loved. Yeah. Don't have any love. So she just... Uh, of course, I don't remember too much because I was when I was four, you know, when he died. Mm-hmm. But my father told me... Uh, my, my brother said... My father treated her really, really special. Mm. So that's interesting. So my my old brothers are learned from there. So they uh, treat their wife is so nice, like my father. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think that's really interesting, and I think that says a lot about you and I because back in this day and your grandma's time and your time women were treated very very badly right yep like in korea they were you know they were thrown away all the time they were like i think they called them like what were the things that they used to call them back in the old days they would 
there was like these words for them that w- were like garbage or something like that. Yeah, really bad. And I remember hearing your friend, we were having lunch with your friend and she's your age and she has, she said she had like four or five older sisters and they could like not have sons. And she was like, of course. I think they finally had a son and she talked about how they had to like stand outside and they couldn't eat, but they would feed the son, like yep. things yeah, like that. It was really horrible because if you don't have son, only have a daughter, so he get other woman, second second wife. Yeah. You can't say anything. <gasps> oh, your, your mother-in-law said, okay, you can have a daughter. It's actually not a woman's fault, right? It's not, no, yeah. But she said, she blamed her. She said, mm-hmm. you can't have any son, so I let him have other woman. So you just to be quiet. She couldn't say anything. So she, a lot of men excuse for that, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't want their mother brother the woman and normally in korea who who are rich or who have money or who have a lot of rice patty they have <laughs> second and, yeah a lot of i got a lot of rice patties yeah get in the truck bitch <laughs> but the, this is what i was gonna say that's unique for you and your mom because your mom was in this situation where she was from a rich family and her husband was in this place that's like not as good as her, right? Mm. So he treated her really well, mm. even though other pe- women her age are being treated very badly for for that generation. She was treated really well. Mm. And then you you were treated really well because you were the only girl, um, except you have one yeah. older sister, but you were the last child yeah. and you were the youngest and the only girl out of like eight sons. Mm-hmm. It was like eight sons and then you. Mm-hmm. So by that time, the whole your the whole family were just like really excited that you were a little yeah. girl and they like treated you very special. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that that really had a very big effect on your mom and also you because women that are your age in korea are really it's not their fault but they're really mean and they're Mm. really sad and they have these really sad stories of being starved and beaten and but you you have a very different personality like you're very outgoing and you're like and you know you also only had two daughters and you Mm. never bothered us about being Mm. daughters Mm. you know you never made us feel bad about being girls mm. and i think that's really unique because of your situation and your mom's situation mm, yeah, maybe right yeah i i'm glad i have two daughters actually you know instead of two sons why like because <laughs> of course most women i mean most mother so close close to daughter right mm. and there is joke in korea if you have daughter you can fly but if you have a son you have to catch cab or walk <laughs> that is joke really oh man but as you know uh, you know my, all my friend has daughter they mm. go to america or different state and because their kid live in different countries also too mm. and nowadays little younger than me and you know, people they live with daughter not son i don't know why most people yeah. live with daughter Really? I, th- I, I think there's like a way, you know, honestly, I don't think that they're, I'm very against these stereotypes about gender. Not, not but, anymore in Korea now. Yeah, people, they don't care. I think that there's a way that in your head that you think or treat daughters and sons, maybe you're treating your son because he's a boy to not be a caretaker. 
and not feel like he has to take care of his mom so when he becomes an adult he doesn't do that but i don't know if that's natural or because your your mom taught you to think about yourself only like i don't i don't really know whereas in daughters you're always teaching them like you should help other people so I, I personally don't really believe that there is like a natural way that boys and girls act, but I understand what you're saying. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I think most of my friends told me they comfortable with their daughter more than a daughter-in-law, actually, because they try uh, close to daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law has their mother and oh. she want to close to their mother. Mm. And uh, her mother... Um, if bring food that tastes good because she used to eat that food. She grew up eating it. And her husband wished to eat <laughs> his mother's food, okay? And that's funny. Every time she brought some food and she said, it's no good, you know, you eat from this one because this was better. And he, that's so you funny. know, most men, they don't care, you know, it's a little bit different, you know. And that's that's, that's why I think she's like throwing away all the kimchi from the mm-hmm. from the mother-in-law. Oh, like this is disgusting. Sometimes you is in Korea now they they have joke. Okay, if your mother-in-law bring kimchi, they say, okay, most people are living in apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And they say there is Gyeongbyshil, which is another office. You know, people stay there watching people watch me. Oh, the su- security like the security guard security or the guard, super? Yeah, yeah. and she. Our mother-in-law, okay? No, mm-hmm. no, don't that. Oh, it's a security bring, And she said, I'm here. I'm going to bring panchan for you. And she said, okay, live in Gyeongbyshil. Live in Gyeongbyshil. Oh, with the Don't security. come up there. I'm not uh-huh. home. In the lobby. Uh-huh. They say, live in that office who the security people hang out. Mm. And I pick it up later, okay? Then Gyeongbyshil, this other she said, usually then I come pick it up. So they he just call eats later. It? She, yeah, <laughs> she said, "You can have it, no problem." <laughs> the Gyeongbyshil Ajoshi has oh. so much kimchi in his fridge. Oh, He's like, they have so much panchan, <laughs> and sometimes they bring like kalbi and all those yeah. stuff. You know, he probably he sees care. some of the mother-in-laws that are good cooks, so, and he gets excited. Yeah, He's like, "Oh, my, my friend started <laughs> say like this. Oh, I, I want, I won't bring food anymore because I know they don't mm, eat. So mm. why should I bring for them?" Wow. Know? We talk about that. I say, good idea. I think for, I think like Americans listening to this, they're going to be like, what a dream to have somebody bring you home cooked Korean food. (laughs) Like, even if they Uh, think it's not as good, it's probably so much better than there. Anyway, mom, so I think that that's basically it for this episode. Maybe we can talk about your life later as because it's almost been an hour maybe okay. maybe we can talk about i don't know if there's anything that you want to talk about that so basically i mean i know you've talked about this before but you know your dad passed away and then it was like really poor but it's really interesting to hear that there's like such a chain of events that happen like all the way say, you, know, you know before close i want to say something very important because poor doesn't mean uh bad i think a poor is making sometimes your family get close you know yeah for example we have one egg and they shell each other you know say oh i'm okay i'm not i'm not hungry you eat my brother always say if when i'm hungry i just drink a lot of water making me full (laughs) you know yeah it's really pain now when i thinking Mm -hmm. but we were poor but we were much much closer than these days 
you know, these mm. days it's so wealthy and everybody has so much food and, you know. Mm, they don't people, care about each other. They don't care about each other. They, especially when your mother or father pass away, they fight for money and they never talk. Yeah, Those if you don't have any money, then you don't have to fight with your siblings. Exactly. You stay so, friends forever. Yes. Very much. <laughs> I think so, you know. Mm. So if you have money, and especially when you buy insurance, you know. Especially when oh, you buy insurance. Oh, the insurance is a big one, and they really fight bad. I, mean, I have to say, everybody that I know, whoever they are, Koreans or Americans or whatever, if their family is rich, they get in the worst fights. Oh, really? Yeah. American it's too? really bad. Oh, wow. American too, mom. Okay. Well, is that a big problem in Korea among rich people? Yeah. I know a lot of rich people like that. And better big, Korean. Big problem. Big problem. Well, thank God that we don't have anything in our family. There's nothing to fight about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still close. Yeah, we're all friends. <laughs> yeah. Good point. We have... Plenty to eat nowadays. You we know, have it a doesn't lot. Matter. Even though your poll is always f- too much There's food. food. You know? There's definitely and they food. They really worry about. They have to lose weight every day. Yeah, they spend it's so much problem. money for you know lose weight. I have to say this watermelon costs thirty dollars though. The produce in Korea is very expensive just because we don't have farmland here. Exactly, no farm and yeah, you know, old so we people. Eat it. When old people like the most farmer, they are over seventy. So this old harmony die, I don't know who's going to take care of <sighs> Let me eat this. I have to say this watermelon tastes very good. It's like it's this heirloom really, varietal yeah, in Korea. It's so sweet. good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you want to say anything else, Mom? Uh, maybe we can talk about next time is Nur Happy. Maybe, you know, the, today we talk about most we can the t- sad story. We can talk about your adult life in, in yeah. part two. I think last time we talked about already, but, you know, we can talk about part two for my school life, maybe. Oh, you know what we should talk about next time? The leprosy story. Leprosy story. Oh, Korea. Remember? Oh, wow. Yeah, we'll save that for... We'll do a part two. Mundungbyang. We'll do the after your dad's death, part two. Yeah, that, next oh, time. that's a scary story, though. <laughs> no, I, it's a, I, I was, tell the people that story all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. When I was a kid, I was the most scared people I met. Yeah, because all the time they busy when I was alone and they knock on the door, you know. Yeah, well, and that's that's the end of the story. That's yeah. basically it. I don't know. <laughs> you oh, had you the, well, I was going to say we can say it next time, but that's okay. that's the end of the story. People okay. with leprosy would come and try to eat yeah. your heart the end <laughs> okay well thank you so much for listening um we have a patreon it's harry butthole podcast patreon oh also it's so interesting that my mom's on the podcast because she's the one that taught me that saying that's korean joke actually my mom's the one that taught me the saying if you laugh while no, crying hair grows you out of your butthole start crying and then you start laughing and the thing in crying and i have to tell you that story no that, tell the whole story i was yeah. crying because you beat me and <laughs> Yeah, and I then you like, you shut and up, you start, stop crying. And, and then, then you I would give tell me a candy, joke. Right? <laughs> or joke and you start laugh, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, okay, mom, do you want do you so want cute. do you want people to follow you on social media? Your Instagram or no? Well, I don't have Instagram. I have, I have only Facebook. I don't really open too often. But, okay. Well I'll Instagram. I'll I'll post it if you want to follow my mom. I have a Patreon, Harry Bottle Podcast that I don't do anything on, but if you want to donate money um and that's it thank you very much for listening um shout out to joy sauce bye thank you bye